What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew. The time has come. Welcome back. T double BLC. True. I don't even know what season it is, what episode it is. It's been a while. I'd call it season three. Turning over a new leaf, a new year. And boy, oh boy, do we got some content for you this evening. Uh, here with my co-host, Drew Luster, out in Looks like he's on Waikiki Beach in Hawaii. It might be God an homage to me. Uh, <laughs> new duty station coming up, Hawaii, which is exciting news. But Very. before we get into all that, we'll go over to you for mm-hmm. our upcoming holidays. Yes. I, uh, they say it takes, takes you three or four times before you really uh, you learn something, you learn your lesson. I'd like to think I've learned. I've I've uh, I've got two days here, the next two days for you. So I've okay. I've uh, I've given you that at the very least. Um, February fourth tomorrow, National Homemade Soup Day. Uh, I know I don't know what the weather is going to be like where you are, but I do know that it's going to be very icy and rainy here tomorrow. Perfect day to cozy up and have a little bit of soup. Let me tell you, that, it's been a little chilly down here. The fifties, the fifties. Oh my cold. god, forty. It was forty today. 40 and rainy and i felt like putting on shorts um that's neither here nor there yeah. a couple more national thank a mail carrier day wow um, shout out to the one and only dq there he is um actually funny story not to get off on a tangent but i was out at dinner over under I... drew i'll give you an over under 32 and a half years over under dq and the usps over it was i think it was 33 or 34 whoa i just i did like okay yeah i figured over um imagine working the same job 33 34 years in a row that's god bless him god bless that man speaking of the devil quick story because it'll make you laugh (sighs) i i have to i have to say it um so leah and i we were at dinner with my rents then on the way home i swung by to grab her a uh, vanilla shake and it reminded me of when we went out to, we were getting something or going for a ride. And Dave was like, oh, I'm jonesing for uh, Cafe Bisco. Like I want, I want the, um, the Froyo with this stuff in it, whatever, yeah. whatever. We go, it's closed. Mm-hmm. And, and you're just like, oh, we, we just, we won't tell them. We'll just grab them a vanilla shake yeah. and that'll suffice. So we walk in and we give them the vanilla shake and <laughs> the look of just distraught and disappointment on his face was so sad because it in no it was mcdonald's by the way mcdonald's vanilla shake one of the little plastic ones yeah sunday i think it was the sunday which is probably yeah maybe even a little bit better a dollar shake he was expecting this great big uh froyo concoction uh it sort of had to be that type of moment but something that um just brings joy to my heart not that he I, didn't get the froyo, but the, the story itself. I mean, funny. I feel like we've brought up the the radiator situation in the group chat like three times. More and more. Last month, more right? More. Yeah, that that that. Why comes don't you up give some insight into that? Insight uh, for yeah you know, National Thank ha- a Postman Day. Yeah, thank. Yeah, there is a couple people who should be thanking Postman. One is William J. Foss. Very. I don't want to slander our buddy uh, unknowingly, just out of nowhere, but um. 
Hey, you he, know, might, he, he might not listen to the pod. Remember, remember that from a, yeah, he, he um, really he probably won't. it might be the one year anniversary of that. That's true. That incident where uh, we were like 20 minutes late and he got all fired up. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's the story for another day. But yeah, uh, old Bill was just uh, in the recliner. In the recliner, the recliner happens to sit, uh, you know, adjacent to the heater in the living area and the living the space of your, of your residence. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, <laughs> he kept sort of doing a little rock back and forth, and every once in a while, the back of the recliner would sort of nick the radiator. And you know, while Billy didn't think that, you know, maybe he didn't think it was happening or didn't think it was a, too big of a deal, um, David did unfortunately. And eventually it got to a point where uh, I think Billy <laughs> may have been taking Dave's kindness for weakness a little bit. And it was sort of like the straw that broke the camel's back eventually where Bill thought he was joking. He wasn't. And he got the boot uh, from the, from the residence. So that's another classic story that will probably live in infamy and we'll be giving Bill shit for that for years. So um, oh, this is... to that, I say, thank a mail carrier day. And that is tomorrow yeah i think he was he might have been banned from the house for a bit uh he, he was one of one of a, a couple people who have been banned from the house jason brooks along with <laughs> with william fosbury yeah you gotta there's certain strings you gotta pull uh, in order to for that to happen and it's unfortunate but it is what it is um serving suspension on, and come on back that's all it is right yeah i'm just here so i don't get fined type of deal yes um National Create a Vacuum Day. Don't know what that means. Uh, not really a very creative person myself, so I'm not sure how that's even possible. But that's tomorrow. Um, and then you know, sort of- I feel like you got to talk to to a NASA guy, one of Kenzie's NASA guys, to figure that one out. That's a good point. That's that's a perfect example. Space of is a vacuum, from, from what I hear. Okay. There you go. Um, as we shift into the weekend, February fifth. Couple weird ones here, Kurt. I'm gonna just start off with a weird one. National Shower with a Friend Day. I don't know the context of what that means. A uh, little bit weird, but <laughs> it's on there. The Saturday. I'm thinking of a story, and and it can't be stated on the podcast. No. <laughs> but, but Jimmy, Jimmy knows what, what I'm thinking of, and it has to do with Kenzie and and what an all time story. You're gonna kill me because I I just connected the dots on that from what I've heard. Oh. So sort of maybe together. maybe we'd have to bring Kenzie on to you know talk to that holiday. We certainly can revisit it. I'm I'm totally open to that. Um, yes. National Weather Person's Day. It's it's been a huge week and a half, two weeks for the weather folks out there with the storm that hit last Friday into Saturday, the one that's coming tomorrow yep. as well. A little bit of an ice storm. So big couple of weeks for the weather folks out there. Saturday is the day to thank them if that's your if that's your groove. Uh, World Nutella Day. Got to be honest with you, Kurt. Never really been a Nutella guy. You know, people at Fuller and even O'Malley were like, oh, Nutella and fluff. Not me. No. I'm a turkey and cheese, salt and pepper. I'm a peanut butter yeah. guy, as are you. Never really messed with Nutella much. I don't love the idea of the hazelnut spread at first glance. I've never had it, to be quite honest, to be candid. But uh, for those of you who do, Saturday would be the day to enjoy a nice uh, hearty scoop of that maybe on some bread or something. And then lastly, this is one of your favorites. Have to include it. Ice cream for breakfast day. The amount of times oh. that I've walked into your house, rain, sleet, snow, winter, spring, summer, fall, doesn't matter the day, doesn't matter the time. 
I just see you tucked up on the couch, holding it like this, like it's like it's a baby swaddled, just the kind of ice cream, just going to town. Doesn't yeah. matter what time it is. Classic CQ uh, go-to move. So got to shout that because out. Because well. if you, in my mind, okay, why does it matter what time I eat the ice cream at? It doesn't. I didn't say it did. That's what I'm saying. Is I think people get wrapped up. They get wrapped up in the time of day. In the, in no the ideals of of like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're trying to yeah. break that stigma. Yeah. Well, I'm not a breakfast guy, so if I want to have a little ice cream to start off my day, it's not a bad day. Yeah. Hey, it's like my coffee. I get a little coffee ice cream in. I get yeah. Your morning cup of Joe, and then it's the you know couple pieces of you know three or four slices of Vigilio's bread right out of the bag for dinner. Yeah. You'll be good to go. Oh. Uh, those are what we got. Do you have can anything I, to add over the next couple of days? Well, can I ask you what the first one was that you stated because it brought up a love of the week that we can go right into in my head? The first one I brought up was National Shower with a Friend Day. No. That you love of the week. It was before that. It was before that. Homemade Soup Day. That's it. Chicken the first soup. Okay. I, I've talked about it in the group chat. There is no superior soup to chicken noodle soup. I wish Panera Bread had a bigger chicken noodle soup because I could eat an entire like pot of it. It's amazing. Every, you know, simple base ingredient that I enjoy, you know, carrots, potatoes, the noodle, the chicken Chicken, broth. Chicken noodle soup forever has had sort of been my go-to. Maybe a little cilantro. It had been my go-to over the last couple of years. I will say, don't say French onion. Oh my God. No, that's people who like French onion. I can't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to guess. Let me guess. Yeah. You're not a, you're not a broccoli cheddar guy. I could be. I I like broccoli cheddar, but it's not, it's not. I think I'm, I think I'm almost, I think I'm almost fooling you. I think there's a layer to this that we haven't uncovered. I'm a big, I'm starting to dabble in like the summer Lentil. appetizer on the deck, like a clam Lentil chowder. Soup. Oh, Oh no, no, no. A clam That's chowder. A chowder. Well, like a, a chicken corn chowder, spicy, like, okay. uh, you know, me and Bill went up to New Hampshire a couple weeks ago. We had like a little bacon corn chowder. Yep. Is that a soup? It's like the whole I hate thing. to tell you, but that is not a soup. So that's my thing. It's like, a, is a burger a sandwich type of deal? Like no. a, a square is a circle, you know? Yeah. Is a chowder, is it, is that it? its own lane or can you or is it a soup what is a soup it's you a hot me. fluid they're both hot fluids i would stay away from that a little bit because that's where we can start to get a little bit uh gray it's a little bit of a gray area with the hot fluid okay. but um it's not a soup though it's a, it's just separate there's separate i would imagine i would food. imagine the consistency of the broth is what separates the two maybe a chowder is a little bit thicker as you may yeah. know so maybe that's what it is but yeah the vis- I don't know. what would they call it the viscosity of it that could that's a great vocab word potentially you you may know better than i would about the vocab though so yeah my love of the week chicken noodle if you okay. don't like it gtfo i don't know where where you live in the world that you don't like it, it has to be Do near you, the like equator because it's really hot and you don't want soup you don't want hot soup Hot soup, hot chowder. Do you put oyster crackers in your soup? Yes and no. I mean, it depends on how I'm feeling. I enjoy it. Okay. But if okay. I do have them in my soup, I want to let them let them get in there and 
you know, get in mix, there and soak up a little mix bit. Mix around a little and, and soften so up. I, like, I don't want I don't want the crunchy saltiness like you know, no. like you just took it right out of the carton. So you gotta push it under the water a little. Yes, I put them on top and I take the back of a spoon and and, and suffocate them in and then be yeah. a little mix and then unlike you know, an Oreo where you don't want to get it too soaked, I feel like the oyster crackers you can get away with it. Yeah, it's a different ballgame. Milano's, especially for me, that's my big one, as you know. Oreos, there's a very fine line where you got to pull it out in time before it like dissolves into the yeah. milk and it becomes mush. Yep. So that's a good point. And then you got to go multiple fingers in. Oh God. Well, you got to like scoop it out with a spoon. That's, that's where that's, it gets a little bit messy for me. Yeah. No. Well, All right. I'll pass it off to you for love of the week. I got a few more. I got one big one. Uh, Olympics is my big one. Okay. Officially, they officially kick off tomorrow for the opening ceremony. They've been going on for... Uh, I think since yesterday, there's been a little bit of skiing and a little bit of skating qualifiers, uh, which is always good. It's nice, especially like um, not a lot of sports on right now, obviously with football sort of winding down, Um, you know, Bruins are on a break because of the Olympics. They should have been there. But long story short, I think it's nice to be able to just jump in on a Wednesday or Thursday night, throw on whatever's on and root for your homestead. Uh, That's my love of the week. Sean White's last Olympic, shout out to him. Uh, And then I'm going to sort of, parlay this with my quick hate of the week that i'm gonna sneak in because i don't have another one it's uh the nhl players not actually going to the olympics this was sort of a last minute thing yep um i was hopeful that we would get back to the glory days obviously um when it was the best of the best obviously we're not there quite yet which is uh disappointing for me does any part of you want to go back to the the real glory days of like the the college athletes and just being the underdog you know, just yeah. being the underdog and going in there. And if you pull off a miracle per se, it's truly a miracle. Pull off yeah. A miracle. yeah. Even that, even that, I think that almost be... makes the ride more special than, you know, going in as the number one or two. And it's now like you're just stuff. disappointed you if you don't board. get gold. Yeah. yeah. You get bronze and you're like, oh, this was a, a failure. Yeah. Um, I do. I, I will say, I do think having like the college age group who are just on the cusp of like playing professionally yeah would be more unfortunately more entertaining than what they have now which is just frankly people who aren't good enough to play in the nhl um any americans who aren't in in the league who they just throw on the roster but what are you gonna do so there you go there you have it all right we're going back to love of the week yes and i think we go away from the the sports big topic in the middle of the podcast so i'm going to give you the quick hits and love hates okay rafa nadal love of the week okay 21st grand slam australian open did not matter that mr Djokovic was not there got kicked out of the country beforehand couldn't play oops sorry people all over twitter saying you know it's a fraudulent 21st grand slam because it's the first time anybody's ever reached 21 they were all at 20, him, Federer, and Djokovic. Uh, both of the, Federer has had a knee injury. He hasn't been able to play for about the past year. And then Djokovic chose not to play practically uh, based off various inconsistencies in getting in the proper paperwork, blaming his agent for it, and then getting deported by the Australian government. Sounds a little bit fraudulent to me. All of this to say... Nadal still played the number two guy in the world 
who was the most recent Grand Slam champion, Daniil Medvedev, and beat him after being down two sets to none, which nobody has ever came back from in a Grand Slam Australian Open final. So just the Australian Open final, nobody's came back from 2-0 and won it in a fifth set. It was on at 3.30 in the morning it started. I just missed the, you wouldn't call it the kickoff, but, but the first set I missed because yeah. I slept through my alarm and I woke up frantic looking outside to see if it was still dark out. It was, I, I followed on, watched the last four sets and it was some of the most brilliant tennis I have ever seen in sets three and five. Four was a little bit of a lull for Medvedev, but the shot making was unbelievable. My other, like just couple this into an entire love Australian open. I want to go to in person one year because the crowd seems electric. You're in Australia. So the accents are going to be great. And I won't have to stay up till two in the morning to watch yeah. a primetime match. But I will say I sneakily love it. It the feels like a waking. grind. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to ask. About it's a that. two week that's, grind. That's interesting. So you, did you set your alarm for like three 30 and just wake up, whip out the phone and you just, you're in, you're locked in, in the middle of the night. So do I you did go not, back to bed or do I you got just start lucky. your day? I got lucky with a lot of the Nadal matches because they started at about 9.30 and like the latest they would go was like 2 a.m. So I could still get in a couple hours before work. But the final was the really the only one I had to wake up, you know, three in the morning. That was on a weekend though. So that was over Saturday okay, well, that's, into Sunday morning. So then that's I could perfect. just nap during the day. Got it. But I, I love the idea of you got to grind to watch the best tennis there is. I do love the idea of that because you almost feel like you're in it, like you're you're investing something. Oh really, yeah, like they make you work for it. Almost. And you you feel like the only person in the United States who's up watching it. Let me tell you, Twitter's not very active. You feel like not you a lot of uh, Australian tennis Twitter happening at that at that hour. Uh, Australian, yes, not a lot of American going on. Yeah, it yeah. was me. Me and Patrick McEnroe was about it. That was. Uh... That's incredible. On, on you should have been on the screen. account rip firing off tweets at 3 a.m. That would have been unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's the most stressful sport to watch, I think, on TV by far for me. And I don't know if it's because it's kind of, I guess it's similar to golf where, like, you're holding your breath on every shot and yep. it's a solo person. So it's not like, you know, rooting for the pats in total. Like another player can't bail you out. It's just you. Yeah, and there's like an entire field that they're building, you know, drives upon. It's just, it's you, and guess what? It's, you know, sets to six, win by two. Uh, there's yeah. tie breaks. Every break point feels like the end or, or a new beginning. And <laughs> it is just absolutely insane. I can't wait to go to my first live tennis match. Uh, now that I'm going to be in Hawaii, Drew, the Australian Open, It'll be the closest I'd ever be to it. So maybe next that year. That may be an opportunity you cannot pass up. Yes. That's incredible. I may have to come visit. Hawaii sounds delightful. Yeah. It, it, looks, hula, it looks pretty nice. It, it sounds the hula skirts, the coconuts. Yep. I got more loves since you don't Fire have any more. Uh, Park City, Utah. Yep. Salt Lake City, Utah. The entire scenic area around salt lake city 
the the Rocky Mountains are unbelievable. Maybe it's just the Rocky Mountains is my love of the week. Because, Do you have a love of the week in that trip? Do you have a highlight? Give me your yeah. peak. Peak was snowboard mountain snowbird mountain resort. So okay. we skied Park City three days. Park City was great, but similar to the Northeast in like the building make or the mountain makeup kind of like you know wooded trails and yeah. you know moguls versus you know whatever snowbird was wide open terrain it's like the stuff you see in the, like the helicopter oh drop yeah when they drop the guys videos. off and they just rip it but like obviously we're not doing that because we're not even close to that good but that's what it feels like because you're dropping into like this big concave bowl. So like at the top, it looks like you're just, you know, 90 degrees That's down. Sick. It's literally Drew, you're tipping your skis over the edge and then and just going boom. like that. So it's a little like you got to get up over the ridge and tip and, then and they just go down. And then once you get past like the first, I would say like 50 yards or 50 yeah. meters of the, the top, it starts to, you know, bowl. So it starts to like kind of gradually flatten Level out. out a little bit which is awesome because you have so much space to maneuver. Like you're not talking about a, you know, 50 yard wide trail. You're talking yeah. about like, I can't even describe how big it is like a, a half mile wide bowl. That's and unbelievable. It snowed the night before. So we had four inches of fresh snow oh on the God. mountain. It was flurrying during the day. That's and sick. I believe the mountain is 11,000 feet in the air which is a lot different, obviously, than the Northeast. Oh, yeah. And I didn't have any, like, altitude sickness or was out of breath in any way from the altitude, which was good. I feel mm -hmm. like that, that showed the, the little Air the Force workouts are, there you go. are paying off. My legs didn't hurt till day four, and day four they were barking. The dogs but, are barking. But I would have expected day two, if we're being honest, because I skied all day one. But yeah. Highlight of the trip, Drew, has okay. to be the okay. hostel. The hostel is... Oh, boy. I don't even know how to describe it. If you have six to ten people, and I went by myself, but if you have six to ten people and you can go stay at a hostel that's, you know, rated above a four, it's yeah. amazing. It's like... You're, you're ripping it up. You're going to, your, like, your buddy's ski cabin. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And there's, you know, a lounge, a pool table a full-size kitchen if you were doing like a whole week and wanted to bring groceries and cook. Uh, the bathrooms and showers are shared, but there's like three to a floor. So you never yeah. really run into that issue. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect a fresh towel every day. I got a fresh <laughs> towel every day. There was what a ski, treat. There's ski and snowboard storage areas. That's all. That's perfect. Like, my TV did not work in my room. It was, it was broken. It was dead. But okay. I did not care because I just tossed the laptop on free Wi-Fi. I think that's a good trade-off though. Like to have oh, what yeah. you did. Yes. And Drew, let me tell you, it was three minutes from the bottom of the mountain in, in a car. So if I wanted to really? walk there, I could have for 10 minutes, like a 10 minute walk probably. And it was $80. So location was perfect then. Yes. $80 a night for a single. Yep. So if you get a group, it's way cheaper. Yeah, and yeah. the Sheraton, which was literally... 100 feet to the left of me was charging yeah. 300 a night jesus yeah and that's i'm what they'll do to you like, at the hotel i can't describe how impressed i was with the hostel 
There you go. Do you want to give them a shout out? An yeah, Park City out? Hostel, five stars. There you go. Couldn't ask for better. Just throw the TV off the wall. I don't need it. Uh, <laughs> Just take all, it out of the room. All I'm there to do is sleep, and that's it. Sleep and shower. Beautiful. I love to hear that. I love a nice uh, lodging, a, a win. Yeah. So, it was the whole trip fantastic. was a win. Uh, you know, I paid a little extra to ski snowbird, but it was totally worth it. The, the Epic Pass deal, whoever yep. runs the Epic Pass, shout out. The military deal is amazing. I paid 180 bucks. I got to ski. So you just days, made out like a bandit then. Three days at Park City for free. Just step right up, get on the freaking wow. lift and go. Outstanding. And it, I hear. will say the nice thing about that is, you know, we didn't ski full days every day. We did most. The first and second day were pretty much full days. Third day, uh, most of the day, we got there a little later. So we still skied to like 3.30. But then the last day was like just, you know, dealer's choice. Do you want to yep. ski the rest of the day? Which we did. We went right up until four. But like you, we, we went down, took a two-hour lunch break. You don't feel bad about wasting the money because it's free. Yeah, like that's what it feels yeah. like. It's already paid yeah. for. Um. And I mean, yeah. after three straight days, I feel like the two hour lunch is, is almost deserved. If you're going, if you're pushing Definitely. it to four o'clock. Definitely. So, and we had NFL games on. That was, I was going to say, was were you on. able to, to at least catch a little bit of those? Because it was one of the more well-rounded weekends of just competitive football that I've ever witnessed. I didn't, I caught bits and pieces of the Bucks. I caught the, like a good amount of the first half of the Bucks, which wasn't good to watch like it wasn't yeah. great football and then i caught the radio broadcast as tampa bay scored and then proceedingly as cooper cup to cut two balls and yeah. the rams won yeah. and i saw the end of san fran shout yeah. out rick the green bay packers oh, no. go down again jesus aaron the wound is still see open you later jesus he's uh right. The, the joke in the group text has I do been, feel bad for Rick. I mean, 10 points at home. Yes, your Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, that's just unacceptable. Yeah. And, and the joke in the group was, you know, it's a shame he can't boycott the Super Bowl this year. Just a real shame. <laughs> He's te he technically is. He, he bowed yeah. out. He bowed yeah. out early. True. True. You know. uh, is he sticking around? I would assume not, but I don't know. No. I, haven't, I feel like I haven't heard anything. Haven't heard much. Late. Who the hell knows with him, honestly? Imagine leaving Devontae willingly. So I think Devontae is actually a free agent, too. So is he? Okay. I wouldn't worry about him. He's going to get his bag somewhere. Yeah. That's for sure. Hate of the Weeks. Yeah. Shall we move on to Hate of the Weeks? Yeah, speaking of the devil, the NFL is on my hate list this week. Okay. Fraud and hate. Uh, just for the whole – Flores allegation and all the stories I'm hearing, oh, okay. putting a sour taste in my mouth. Don't have to get into it, obviously, on the pod. Like to keep it light, but uh, not a great week for the NFL, uh, PR wise. Nope. Um, Brian Flores, shout out, hell of a guy uh, to do what he did and potentially risk his his career. So we'll see what happens there. But NFL is on my fraudulent and hate list for just these stories that are coming out because God yeah. forbid. Half of them are true. Boy, oh boy, is this going to... Uh... Well, it seems like the Giants one is pretty, like, ironclad, right? Yeah. It, it's We were going to interview seems like you, it, yeah. but we literally already hired somebody. Yeah, and then the one that really is not shocking, but still shocking to me is the 
the owner of the Dolphins trying to pay Flores $100,000 per loss. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That, that just goes to show that the NFL is, can potentially be rigged from time to time, which is just not a great look at all. Yeah, I didn't really – I saw that, and I didn't know yeah. who they were talking about, so it was the Dolphins. That's- Dolphins owner in 2019, and then he proceeded to have two winning seasons after that and say, yeah. F yourself, and then got fired for it. Basically. Was it for, like, draft pick purposes, or was it – Yeah, like, they were trying to tank and get uh, better draft value. Don't, haven't they freaking learned that, like, the tanking does not work? Yeah, because if you think about it too, like the Browns have been doing it for yeah. 20 years and they still you, you still got to draft, you still got to draft and develop the right players at the yeah. end of the day. It's not and you got to build a winning atmosphere so you, you don't have so when you do get the guys that you can exactly. actually finish games and not be yeah. a cupcake. So yes. shame on them. But that's my that's my big one this week. So what do you got? I concur with that one. Uh I hate that Tom Brady's retiring. True. Yeah. We can, we can dive right into that. As I thought that's I. where you were going with the original one, but I like that start. As do I. It uh, is, it's a sad day. Yeah. It's the end of an era. It's the end of, it's the end of a lot. It's, it's not great. And it's tough because it seems like there's more in the tank, right? It seems like there's another storybook run. I mean, what did he come back on. down from? What did he, what was it? 20... What did he put up? Twenty one and eight. Twenty seven to three was was the the Rams yeah. score, I believe. It was about to be another Falcons Pat situation, and they couldn't. They left Cooper Cup uncovered, like you said. So yeah, yeah, it, that's the weird thing. But I almost feel lot like of a hey, lot of praise last year for it was Todd Bowles as the defensive coordinator. A lot of praise yeah. for his you know defense Ability last to get year. Get going late in the year. Yeah. Gosh, was that defense exposed that game? Different, a different defense going to the playoffs this year. And we, hey, we said it early on too. Sporadic we, we, all year. We said this defense is not the same defense from last year. Yep. Um, the one thing I will say is I don't know, Kurt, if he necessarily wanted to go out like that, like a Peyton, like a, you know, kind of struggling, like getting forced out a little bit. I think he's. I just don't think it would have gotten to the point of that because yeah. it seems like. And maybe it would have because maybe yeah. it wouldn't have been as invested, you know, 100% mm-hmm. in, and the body would degrade a little faster. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, have they decided on MVP yet? Or is that uh, That's a good question. I do. I haven't seen anything, so I'm going to assume not. But like, I don't think so, The no. fact I think, he's in the running for the MVP and retired is pretty insane. Yeah. Did you know he is second for uh, receiving yards? for quarterbacks over the age of 40 all time no i didn't <laughs> second second is ranked all time receiving yards after 40 years old first is jerry rice oh <laughs> i thought you meant just quarterbacks no no like anybody period. oh okay he Crazy has six stat. yards or something right yeah he has like six receiving yards yeah oh my god which That's is in- incredible brett Favre is third with two <laughs> I think he has like negative something, but they counted that for some reason. Like he's like negative three, but you'd think that'd be less than zero. Yeah, but I'm almost positive, Kurt, that they he had has more catches. Game. He has more catches. That's probably. what it is. That's what it, you know. What you're right. You're right. You're okay. right. He has a reception, which I think put him in third place. Wow, wild stat. Again, it's a sad day. We know how I've been. We've we've held. I've held myself accountable on social media. 
can can we talk about today i think he posted another video strictly just for the patriots fans it wasn't strictly for the it was for the pats fans it had buck stuff in it it had it one it had one two second clip of him in a bucks jersey and then, then the rest of it was like pats, every single yeah, super throwback i regardless of what i've said what i've done it is sad i will agree with you there it's the end of an era it's it does suck. That I don't know if we can allow you to welcome him back when he comes back to, you know, do the oh, no, no. I am welcome when he comes back and he signs the one day and he gets his year. It's all is good. Throw the rest out the window. As Prez said, as Prez said, things have been said, things have been done. I don't know who it was. I don't know who said it, but this is how, where we're at. So the one thing I will say, which I think I can get agree with you on, the Bucks are in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> they got a, Arians is a clown. AB yep. gone. Godwin's going to sign somewhere else and get his bag probably. Yep. You're left with Mike Evans. Yeah. A, a decent up and coming young defense. And then like Fournette and Fournette. And, yeah. You're sort of right back to square one when you got rid of Jameis. So it'll be, I've heard the name Jimmy G rolled around. I don't hate that, but I don't know what it's going to be out there. So the, why is Jimmy G successful? And why was he successful in San Fran? Because the defense was so goddamn run game good. Too. And Tampa's got a run game, though. Tampa, Tampa was, has those things. They like, can look at the playoff statistics from Jimmy G. Talk about yeah. abysmal. Like, yeah, you cannot have that from your quarterback in back-to-back games in the playoffs and be like, "That's the guy I want to go get." Wow, yeah. no, the Bucks defense is not even close to being that level of San Francisco. Would you rather? I've heard this tossed around too. You're not going to believe it. Yep. Jameis. Yeah. Would you? Oh, absolutely. You would welcome Jameis back. Yep. Over Jimmy, just his ability to just push the ball down the field. He throw. He makes all the turnovers too, though. But maybe he hits those deep balls that Jimmy misses. Is what you're saying? It's just the potential. I feel like you can harness Jameis somewhat and be like, you know, limit him to where turnovers he's kind of a game, like you're limiting him to a game manager. There's no expand in Jimmy G. So what you're From saying, what I see, Jameis has a higher ceiling, but Jimmy has a higher floor type of situation. Correct. Yeah. And the, the question is, are like Jimmy G is going to probably win you some games. Yeah. Like he'll give you winning seasons or around 500, but it does, he have the potential to, if you get the right team together, you know, push it over yeah. the line and, and win up a couple playoff games. Super Bowl, that. Yeah, don't think. Speaking of Rod, Rogers is going to be out there too. So it'll there'll be a, a lot happening with quarterbacks, with coaches, with free agents. It'll be an Here's interesting offseason. Yeah, I think that needs to be brought up on the Rogers free agency to wherever he's going. Okay. I mean, the PR side of things is just a distraction for the team, right? Yeah, and as Bill, as as first up, as you allude to over and over, but also as as Bill Belichick values, the best ability is availability. You got to, I think that's part of the, the cam situation too, where like Bill couldn't count on him being available every week because of the, the gray area and question mark with COVID. I don't know, like he's getting older. I don't know what his salary cap number looks like. And to your point, like any week now, he could just miss a game. Like he, when he, they dropped that one to the chiefs, when Jordan Love had to play it. Yep. That's another piece of the puzzle that you got to consider when you're trying to bring in a player. Sadly, we're still we're still in that situation. So, I don't yeah. know. Any other hate of the weeks? I think I have a few that I wrote down here in my notes. 
I don't think I have a ton. No, I don't think so. But hit me with them. Oh, you know what? I got to go back to a love of the week here. Okay. Oddball. You're going to love this one, I think. Oddball? A movie that is not talked about enough for being a great movie for like all ages. Okay. Yeah, I guess oddball? No, no, no. It, the the, I've never the seen movie it. is an oddball. Oh, I, I was oddball like, I've never category. seen that one. I've never seen that one. Okay. No. I hope I've seen this one. This is going to be have. embarrassing. If I it's have something one. we watched in school, I believe. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, my God. We did. We saw that at the theater. What a good movie. It's heartbreaking ending. It's a sad movie. I was going to say, sad movie. Doesn't end in a good way. You you leave and you don't feel so hot. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah. Had to throw that one out there. That was on my notes from from probably a couple of weeks ago, I would say. Okay. I have not seen it in quite some time. Uh, It's a classic. Uber Eats on my hate list. Not Uber Eats, actually. Actually, it's McAllister's Deli in Fort Walton Beach. Oh boy! Florida. Here we go. My well, name. I thought you, before you before you yeah before you continue. If my memory serves me right, McAllister's yes. was where you got the baked potato. Correct. The Lord well, drew you're right on it. You're and right. You on were it. hyping that thing up like a, probably a couple of weeks so, ago. You were giving them good PR. So there's there's three McAllisters that I go to. And oh there's one Here in Crestview, there's one in Niceville, and there's one in Fort Wall. And I've been to all of them. Well, I ordered through Uber Eats the other night. I just got done helping Jordan move some furniture back into her house because okay. it's known as TDY right now on a course um, after work. So I am probably, you know, high strung, miserable at this point because Damn it's finished. It. Angry, PM. angry, some would say. Yeah, 6 p.m. and I'm starving. It's on the way home, order Uber Eats. Go to pick it up. Why didn't you pick it up in this in at the store? I I am. I just I ordered it through Uber Eats for a pickup. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. I thought okay, okay, okay. Yep, got it, got it, got it. Didn't didn't feel like calling, just put it on there. Yep. So I get in there. Hey, my name's Curtis. Here to pick up for for Uber Eats for myself. And they say, Oh, about that one. Uh, we tried to contact you. We're out of potatoes. This is a this is a restaurant establishment that is like the number one go to item is a baked potato. Like that's that's the that's the that's the big seller with meats and like other crap. Well, they're out of baked potato. I go, okay, um, you know, I'll get. I go down the down the sandwich you know list and I'm like I'll just get an Italian, you know, without all this stuff on it. Okay. She goes, that'll be $14.10. I said, excuse me? (laughs) I said, you said the order was, like the order on my phone is showing ready for pickup. You guys didn't contact me. You said you tried to contact me. She goes, yeah, it's a 555 number. I go, I literally don't have a phone call, a text, not even a message in the app. Oh my God. I can't cancel the order because you marked it ready for pickup. And if I cancel it, Uber's going to charge me. Yeah. What the? So what's Jesus. the, si- I'm going to give you, what's the simple solution here, Drew, for that, you know, person working the counter, um, you know, the supervisor in the back, the manager's the person. Well, I'm going to give you the layup. Easy answer. The person apologizes for the mix up, the inconvenience on yes. their behalf. 
Yes. And gets you the sandwich and just throws you a bone and says, don't worry about it. We, it was our fault. Hey, correct. Comp the freaking it's other 14 meal. Bucks. It's not a $35 hey, steak. Guess either. what? It was like a dollar difference. And if they asked me to pay a dollar difference, I would have handed them a $1 bill. But That's instead, ridiculous. they say, oh, well, we can't cancel it on our side. I'm like, yeah, I know, because you, you marked it ready for pickup. Yeah, that ship has sailed. Yeah, yeah. And they oh, go, boy. well, oh, I don't know what to tell you. Like, we'll just take down your information. Our manager is supposed to come in tomorrow, and maybe they'll give you a call back. Meanwhile, I did not get a call back today. It didn't matter because I knew I wasn't going to get my money back unless yeah. I – went through the Uber help desk and was like, I literally don't have food. That's got to be a nightmare too, probably. So, and then here's where I. So what what did you do? So what what, did you end up doing? What a mistake, Drew. Finish this out for us. I ended up paying the $14 because I was hungry. I wanted food. I wanted, I wanted to just say, I just walked out. And Drew. (laughs) Did you want to? Did you think about it in your head? I may just turn around and leave. It didn't stop there. Um, What do you mean? The order was wrong. I got in the car. The order. The sub you ordered wasn't the sub. No, well, there was stuff on it that I asked specifically not to be on there. As you know, I'm just a give me the meats only. I don't want the toppings. I don't want the mayo. I don't want the the banana peppers, the mayo, all that shit. Yeah. Yep. I get in the car. I take a bite into it. There's black olives. Oh my god! I would have. I would have had a mental breakdown. True. I was this close. I slammed. I slammed the sandwich into the bag. I ate the chicken dumpling soup that came with it, and I drove home. And that's it. That's, the, that's, that's it. it. I got Uber. Over. Uber Uber Eats is actually a love of the week because they're very good with just refunding you your money when something ridiculous like this happens. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a pain because I had to spend like, you know, an extra 20 minutes, 30 minutes getting the help desk and stuff to realize I had not picked up an order. Yeah. But McAllister's Deli in Fort Wallen Beach, dead no, to no, me. No, no, no. I won't go back. I, I'm not You'll go to the other one, though. I'm right? not slandering McAllister's franchise. I will Just go to the one lo- in That single brick and mortar location. In Crestview. But, oh, my Lord. I can't go back after that experience. That is – that's very frustrating. One of – that – and you just created a, a hate of the week in my head is – when I order something that isn't right and you've been there and you've seen yeah. it go both ways for me. One time I laid oh. over like a little puppy. Hey, Buffalo Wild right Wings, the cheesecake. Right hey, took it right in the chin, didn't say a word. <laughs> Covered my cake in caramel sauce. So there's the backstory of this one. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings. We gotta be, I don't know, it probably about 18 years old, 19 yeah. years old, yeah. just out of high school, maybe in first some like couple semesters of college. Yeah, I think it's me, you, Billy, and Connor was there. Probably, yeah, probably the crew. Okay, so Drew, horrible. I'm ordering I'm dessert. Gonna, he's horrible at ordering anything in a restaurant <laughs> when it comes the down tone. to like, yeah, he sounds, he sounds <laughs> You obnoxious. said I sound like, no, you can say it. You said I sound like an a-hole, like I'm talking down to yeah. the waitress. He sounds like a douchebag, like he has a billion dollars <laughs> in his bank account and he's like, all right, now I'll take it slow for you Hold so it. you get the order right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, give me the chocolate <sighs> cheesecake. Jesus and Christ. 
the best part about this is we're shitting on them the whole time in between. Like, why do you order like that? Like, yeah. it sounds so. I'm demeaning. literally placing my it's order demeaning. for dinner. I'm I'm placing my order for dinner in the in the table, just like erupting with laughter for no reason. Oh, it was just because best. of the tone in the delivery alone. Yes, and so the and the cheesecake comes out. It's got caramel sauce on it. He specifically wanted the chocolate sauce. It, on and, the menu, it hey, says chocolate sauce. For a guy so. who sounds demeaning when he gives his order, he didn't say a <laughs> peep. Well, you got to say what happened. So so she brings it to the table. It's in her hand. She's placing it on the table, and she goes, yeah, uh, we ran out of chocolate sauce. Is caramel fine? Caramel sauce fine? I go, yeah, that's totally fine. Thank you so much. Puts it down. She literally releases it on the table turns her back and i look at the guys and i go i hate caramel sauce <laughs> and just proceeded to just i think dodge around the sauce a little bit maybe i scraped it off oh, on the floor and choked down the cake too good too but good. yeah i mean i've done it too kurt where like at the good Harbor beach concession yeah you know didn't bring lunch i yep. waited in that hot line <laughs> the pavement sweating they put pickles on your burger or something way worse i get a chicken sandwich i say i say hold the mayo please okay (laughs) i don't like mayo they hand me the sandwich i take a bite and it's like it's like on the on my lip like i can i can feel the mayo and i just take the sandwich in front of like that 13 year old high school girl whatever mamele girl working the concession i just look at her i take it and i just go like this drop it in the trash and just walk away (laughs) That's it. Done. Oh, there's nothing worse than like the, the foreign yeah. substance in the sandwich. So what oh. I've learned to do is just it, it's an unfortunate uh, characteristic that I have. Yeah. But I tend to um, pick, pick things apart a little bit. I really like to investigate. Yeah. Make sure nothing's <laughs> hiding around. Like if I bit into something that had a black olive in it, I may have a heart attack and die. <laughs> I don't know if I could maintain. And to be honest, I probably could have dealt with the black olives, but it was like the tomato in there as well, and the and the bread like turned out soggy, and I oh my god, slammed it down in anger. (laughs) Nightmare. I I can't imagine being in that position. I can't. That's yep. After a long day, I came home and I just said, "I can't do it today. That's it." And I and then I proceeded to have about two slices of that Hershey pie that you saw me eating earlier today. That's just delectable. It's a delectable dish. It looks like you weren't even, typically you bring that to, to an event or a, a group, a larger group and you sort of cut yeah. it in slices. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From what I saw, you almost were just like taking chunks out of it, like just so, scooping away. That was, yeah, that was post-work today. I had not a long day, but a, a busy day. And yeah. I did cut it each little pie into individual sections before that when I was eating it I ran out of dishes and bowls that are all in the dishwasher and I hadn't started it yet so I said you know what what's what's stopping me from serving this to anybody else yeah so I just dug in (laughs) oh that's a great item what what rest what um fast food was it that used to have those and Jason Jason would get them like twice a week the Hershey pies was it oh, Burger King Burger on the King? way home from high school sports. Yeah, like hockey games or, or whatever Or middle else. school uh, cross yeah. country or something like that. Yeah. Oh, we crushed the Hershey pies. Yep. And I got to tell country. you, those Hershey pies were unbelievable at Burger yeah. King. I'd come in like 49th place. The little triangle right out, of the, oh, yeah. right out of the shelf. Yeah. I'd come in like 
49th place in the cross country be like oh i need a little reward after that race get myself a nice hershey pie and coach coach ricky munn would bring us right to burger king yeah absolute gem r.i.p pull one out that's a good one all right well that wraps up my hates you got any more i do not i think we've pretty much covered it um good fraud of the week i'm gonna double nominate i already mentioned uh him but it was kind of out of context in the love of the week uh novak Djokovic, fraud of the week uh it started off with you know he had all the waivers in correctly and the australian government's being so so mean and you know holding me in this not cell but like i don't know holding area hotel area uh then it turns out the paperwork was wrong that wasn't Novak Djokovic's fault. He blamed it all on his agent for filling it out incorrectly because he was still trying to play in the tournament at that point. And then it turned into, you know, it's all because Federer and Nadal are more well-liked than me because of where they're from in the world. And it's all this just blaming other people. Bottom line, Novak, I haven't liked you since the beginning because I thought you were an a-hole in all your interviews, your on-court antics, freaking out at the either the referees, smashing rackets, at the fans. I don't like people who go out there on the tennis court and they're mad because the crowd didn't support them as much as the next guy. Sorry, the other guy has spent 20 years, you know, doing the same exact thing you have been doing, but as a class act and not given, you know, media people a hard time the fans a hard time refs whatever yeah Yeah. how about you take a little accountability as we'd say on this part yeah 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 well like you said go ahead and he's always been the one to well him his father as well and we know how how outrageous some sports parents can be i guess but his father's basically said he is the the prodigy tennis player, like the gift to the world and how he's going to have the most grand slams out of any of the big three and how he's so much better than the other two. And guess what? You're one behind. The French is coming up. You might be two behind. And father time is undefeated. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'll add here, because I'm not a tennis guy, you mentioned he he's always acting like an asshole and that's why you don't like him. I think that's because he is an asshole, like yeah. genuinely. Yep. Um, and he's always sort of, like you said, had that, and this is from an average Joe who barely watches. It just had that like arrogance to him. So um, I'll, I'll take what you said and I'll second it. Yeah. Based on what I do know. That's all I got for frauds. Uh, we should talk a, a skosh about stonks because drew sure of course we're in the depths of hell right now but i saw signs of life today as did i in the past couple of days snapchat which i am invested into not heavily but slightly heavily okay had a breath of fresh air i got the the resuscitators yeah defibrillators yeah onto the chest and i sprung up this afternoon and the stock went 52 percent up after being down about 45 percent the two days prior because they showed unbelievable earnings for the fourth quarter in a row 
And finally, people said, you know what? Enough with this, you know, drawback of all the social media stocks and tech stocks. Yeah. This one's just a good stock. We're going to put our money into it. So yeah. big day for Snapchat and, and bucking back at the, the market right now saying we won't take any more. We're not going to take it, like you said. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess, to summarize what you just said, um, simply put, tw- down 25% in the past month. But this week alone, we're climbing. Well, and we're, 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 we're climbing up. We're at 7% this week. Yes. We're up. Yep. So we're scratching and clawing to get back. Uh, Tesla has had better moments. Has yep. had Square. Oh, Square. Our, yeah. our baby. And, and we have coddled them and... Uh, hyped them up really just frankly hyped them up for the last year really about how they really seem to never uh, fall into the same realm as the others when when there is a big dip but it unfortunately lost 50 percent since like i was gonna say it's starting to four months ago starting to get to them too so yeah uh draft kings and pen are taking a beating too those are my other two guys that they're not helping much either no but I, I will say, if you if you do have the capital right now, it's a great investing period because we're at the March 2020, you know, price points, and we saw what it can do. Unbel- I yeah. feel like we just need to get the we need to keep the ball rolling right now with a couple of positive days, and yep. it's not going to take much to just light this thing back on fire and get going the other direction because people yep. are going to want to get in once it starts going up again because the prices are so low and there's already the potential. Hundred percent. We'll keep it there. We'll keep it simple today. Uh, okay. Momentum is key. It always has been. Oh And we need this week may have been a switch, and we hope it's a switch. 100%. We'll move on to the dad joke here. Yeah, so you got a good one for me today. I, I am mesmerized by the waves that keep crashing I, behind. Uh, you I keep looking behind me, and I'm like, oh, I would love to be there. Uh, we do. Uh, it's brought to you by um, every McAllister's, but the one that you uh, had that issue at. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. What's the location? Fort Wallen Beach. Uh, I think it's 99 Eglin Parkway. I remember that. 99 Eglin Parkway, Fort Walton Beach McAllister's. We're brought to you by every other one besides that one. (laughs) Dad joke is here. Are you ready for this? Let's go. I am. What time did the man go to the dentist? What time did the man go to the dentist? What? (laughs) I said tooth o'clock. That's close. You're on the right path, but it's actually 2.30. Sound comes off the tongue a little bit better. No, that is. But you had that you were in the, you were in the ballpark. You were in the stadium. Yeah. So we'll clap it up for that. That's one of my best. That's one of my best. It was quick. It was a very quick answer. Yep. And it was basically in the realm of where we ne- you needed to be. So I'll give you that. I'll take it. I mean, I've had much worse showings. I think we did a good job today. We had a lot on the plate. Uh, yes. I don't know how long we've been going, but it seems like a good time to wrap it up with a quote. You're going to love this one. It's, an, it's a shout out to the, the show you just finished. Oh, Netflix, yes. Okay. Ted Lasso. Let's go. And it's the dart scene. It's the narrative to the Nothing dart better. scene. Rip it up. So here we go. This one coming from Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso. 
I will so say this bef- I, before you season start. one, episode eight, and I believe it's the Diamond Dogs episode. Yeah. Well, well, before well, I start. Before I start, even if you have no intention to watch the show, you've watched the show, blah, blah, blah. This is something you have to look up on YouTube if you're just yep. sitting around. Ted Lasso darts on YouTube. It'll come up. It'll be the first thing. And, and it'll be your favorite not, scene in television history. I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be something that you cannot just watch once. Yep. And it, as you alluded to, it'll become something that you will just pop in your head and you'll be like, oh my gosh, that's one of the best scenes in television history, in my opinion, yep. for a lot of different reasons. But I'll let the quote speak for itself or the dialogue speak for itself. It is. So here goes Ted Lasso. Guys have underestimated me my entire life, and for years, I never understood why. It used to really bother me. But then one day, I was driving my little boy to school, and I saw a quote by Walt Whitman. It was painted on the wall, and it said, be curious, not judgmental. I like that. Throws a triple 20. So I get back in my car, and I'm driving to work, and all of a sudden, it hits me. All them fellas that used to belittle me, not a single one of them was curious. You know, they thought they had everything figured out, so they judged everything and they judged everyone. And I realized that they're underestimating me. Who I was had nothing to do with it. Because if they were curious, they would have asked questions. Questions like, have you played a lot of darts, Tim? Throws the triple 20. To which I would have answered, Yes, sir. Every Sunday afternoon at a sports bar with my father from age 10 until 16 when he passed away. Barbecue sauce. Throws triple bullseye to win. That's it. That's it from TWBLC this week. If that doesn't get you going, you need to see Rupert's face in the scene when it happens fantastic lesson and fantastic and even more fantastic delivery yes if you haven't watched ted lasso we're gonna reverse sponsor the heck out of that show not that it needs it but right. it's a TWBLC approved absolutely for everybody in the universe even the kids even though there's a lot of profanity in it it's yeah good le- lesson learned show 100 percent agree yep that'll do it pat from last year play us out what's for lunch T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew.